The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We carry on through our day as if everything is just fine. But for many of us, it's merely a mask covering up all the emotion simmering just under the surface. Welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership with Shamin Sadiq. In this program, you'll hear from others who face the same adversities in life as the rest of us. But these individuals have redirected their energies to creating extraordinary ideas and concepts. Find out what they are and what's behind the motive. Now, here is your host, Shamin Sadiq. Hello and welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. It feels so good to be live on the air again. I have pre-recorded a couple of sessions and a couple of shows and haven't been live with you. So I'm delighted to to be so again today. And it is Monday, and it is 2 o'clock in Toronto, and I think it's 11 o'clock on the West Coast. And we are here today to talk about following your dream. Now, I've always been inspired by people who set a goal or have a dream or have a vision for what they want to create and then actually go for it and make it happen. And I, I'm, I'm like that too. I, I've done that before in my life and I'm standing here poised to do it yet again. There's something that's next for me that I've been alluding to and talking about on the show these past few weeks and I know it has to do with the power circles for kids. But I'm not ready completely to jump in yet. So I thought it would be inspiring to have someone on the show today who is, who has and is jumping in. And that is our guest today, Kalina Lawless. Now, Kalina and I met um, I'm thinking three years ago, through our shared interest in belly dance, or Egyptian dance, as it's also known as, and we met uh, in a course that we were taking together. Since then, she has zoomed past me and has just um, inspired the heck out of me. I, I follow Kalina on Facebook. I Sometimes she graces us with posts of her latest gigs. She is a performer. She is a dancer. She is really making this happen. And I'm so delighted to welcome you to the show today, Kalina. Hi, Shemin. Thank you. It's such a privilege to be here. It's so great to have you, and I, I hope you you really heard everything that I said. Like you really do inspire me. I did. Um, I'm actually really touched. <laughs> yeah. It, thank you um, so much. Oh well, you know, thank you. And thank so you for much. this opportunity. Oh, you're you're so welcome. I'm glad to have you. So why don't we start by you telling us a little bit about yourself, how um, dance came into your life, and and what made you decide that this was what you wanted to pursue. Okay, well, it actually, um, it, it, took, it also took me by surprise because it wasn't something, like a lot of people get into belly dancing because they see it or, you know, they have an interest in it and they start taking classes and they just know that it's something they want to try. Whereas for me, it was a gift that my, my mother gave me for my birthday. Our birthdays are a day apart. Uh-huh. And I had no idea what it was. 
I had actually taken classes for a year before I had even had an interest in looking it up on YouTube. Wow. And I, I saw the first belly dancer in a, an open house at the studio where we were attending, finally in the costume, one of my teachers. And I was like, this is what I'm doing? Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and even oh. after that, it still took me about another year before I thought, not only is this amazing, but this is something that I'm actually wanting to do now. So, I so love it, uh, it started slow. But I think sometimes the best things in life do start that way. You know, and I, uh, I just I immersed myself in it. I just was so thirsty for knowledge that I just started taking classes all the time and learning more. And then I think you get to a point where you want to take it outside of the classroom. So then that's when I started exploring performing as a belly dancer. When you first started, uh, I think I actually met your mom before I met you, and then I saw the two of you in a class together, and your mom said, this is my daughter, and I just thought, first of all, that is so cool that that you came together, and I think you've told me before, but I forgot that your mom actually bought the, the lessons for you as a gift. Yeah. Um, you know, what I'm loving is is how it caught you by surprise, how for those first two years, you really weren't thinking about it as something that you would take on as a as a career path or as a even bigger than just coming no, to the classes? Just, uh, it was just a hobby I did with my mom. And, you know, we we had some, you know, we weren't, uh, like, talking all the time or seeing each other often, and we live in different cities. So it was really just a way to connect once a week, and that's just how I saw it. Mm. And actually, be- because of that, it, it brought our relationship closer. So as a as an intro to my belly dancing world it started with you know building my relationship with my mother and i think that's also a pretty cool way to get into something oh that's beautiful that that just touches my heart that is so beautiful so then what happened when you started to realize hey this is something i actually want to pursue and and make into my own uh, tell us what oh, happened then well after I was taking, like, I started taking unlimited classes. So I was in this studio, like, six, seven times a week, almost every day. Wow. And um, I, I was uh, encouraged to start performing. And I'm, I'm naturally pretty shy. So the idea, I mean, even they have, like, student shows, even the idea of doing a student show would give me anxiety for, like, a week before the show. Like, I was just so scared. Um, and so I think that was also a motivator where it was like, I, I know what I want to be inside and I just want to be able to show people, you know, like this love I have for this art form and the idea of it scaring me so much and making me so nervous really pushed me to get past that as like a personal development goal. And, and, and that was a really long, hard road because it wasn't like I would perform twice and get over it. This was, a, this was a serious personality trait of mine that I just don't do public things. So um, it took probably over a year of constant, constant performing to actually feel out of place where I am now, where I'm more excited than scared. I think I'll always be nervous, but I'm not nervous in a debilitating way anymore. Wow. In an excited nervous. 
So that thing that you knew that you wanted to be on the inside that you wanted to show on the outside must have been really strong then because for you to spend a year pushing yourself past that fear that that whatever that is on the inside had to be pretty big. What what is that? It's like a it's it's like I, I feel it as like the essence of who you really are. Like if you were to strip away all of your hesitations and your inhibitions, it's like you're this inner light that you want to show people. And I think that, you know, I can speak for myself. I have a lot of guards up. And so I just wanted to like, like break all that armor off. And, you know, I just have this passion for dance and, you know, it, it would make me almost sad when I would dance for people and all they were seeing was, like, the fear on my face or, like, my mm. body going rigid because I was so nervous. I just wanted to be able to let go. And because it's, in dance, like, letting go, it it really feels freeing and not just the freedom in your body and the way you move, but it's a soul freedom. It makes you feel very rejuvenated and very empowered. And I think that I wanted that for myself and I wanted that um, for, for my audience. The essence of who you really are for that to shine through. And what would you say that the essence of who you really are is? What's, what's my essence? Yeah. Um, like I feel like when I when I dance I'm like I'm just like like happy and there's like a a really bright light and you know it makes me feel like almost like a like a little girl and like a woman at the same time it's just yeah. like it it combines all of the the feminine forces yeah wow and I just feel like it's uh I don't know it's just such a beautiful thing and it just makes me feel like who I really am at the core of my being. This is music to my ears. Um, you you wouldn't know this because we've never worked together in any other way other than to dance, um, to be at dance. Um, but this is what this is what I believe, and this is why I I asked you to come. Uh, and I didn't know you were going to say this. This is what I want for us all. Like for every person to find that thing that is the light inside of them or the essence of who they really are at the core of themselves and to let that shine through. And all the things that you speak of are, are, are the, the obstacles and the challenges that we face in doing that, the, the armor that we put up, the fear that we have, the fear, you, you didn't say this, but the fear of being seen, um, and yet the desire to let that out, to let it go and let it, let it be seen. And I've watched you over the years. I, I mean, I do look at your, um, when you post a video, I always watch it. And what I have seen is exactly what you're speaking of. Like you, you used to look scared. So, so do we all at the beginning, by the way, it's normal. Um, <laughs> and, um, and now there's this joy that I see shining through your face and through your, your whole body when you're dancing that is um, a testament, really, to the work that you've done with yourself. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Wow. It feels, it feels really good to be able to finally feel that freedom. 
And there's more. I know that there's more to tap into, you know, like you've cracked yeah, open course. the armor yeah. and, the, and the armor is, is falling away. And then more light gets to, gets to come out as you go forward. Um, wow. Wow. So I'm not even sure what to say. Um, uh, tell us about some of the things that you've done recently. Sort of bring us into the, the, the current reality. What is it like for you now? And Is this your sole occupation or do you have other things that you do? What's happening with dance and you today? As, um, as the dance world has been um, taking over more and more of what I do, um, like I, I'm a freelance writer. I also, as part of that, I, I do marketing. And, um, you know, dance is spilling over in, into these worlds where I find I'm, I'm writing about dance now. I'm, I'm marketing for dance productions and dance studios. And so I am combining what I do with what I love. But what I do is becoming less as what I love is becoming more. So I'm trying to... Um, I'm trying to develop a career in belly dancing and in the business of belly dancing because that's that's where my heart is. And I think if I can make a living with my passion, that's my ultimate goal. Yes, yes. And what a beautiful goal to be in. It feels like the, the balance is shifting where it's more about what you love and less about what you've done before, but you're blending these two things together. That's beautiful. Well, yeah, I think it's, I mean, I've been doing um, marketing and writing. Uh, I mean, I started working with a band when I was 14 years old, marketing a band. So I've been marketing since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And to be able to um, say, like, I, I really love this studio or I really love this concept for a theatrical production and to be able to actually lend a hand and, like, help people um, make their dreams come true as well. I think that's so rewarding and I'm just so grateful that I I can be able to use some of my skills from my, my past life, so to speak, and mm-hmm. and bring them somewhere where they can have a purpose. That's great. What um what is it like for you, sort of take us through a typical week. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not a performer. I, I've only performed at some of the, um, the studio uh, events that you talked about. So I've never gone, and I don't plan to go into sort of the, the public realm of performing dance. But, but it, I mean, I'm, I, I never knew that there was such a market for this, but there must be because um, I know you're really busy. So what's a typical week like for you? How many gigs do you do and what, are, what kinds of things are you up to? Okay, well, um, during the days, like weekdays, um, I still do my, my job. Mm-hmm. So I still do, ha- I do have that. But in between, uh, because I do a lot of freelance and I have flexibility, you know, uh, social media is a huge thing. Um, okay. Being an artist of any kind, being a, a belly dancer, it's very self-propelled. So you have to do, um, you have to take a lot of initiative and, and do a lot of the work yourself. So there's a lot of promotion that has to be done during the day. Um, in the evenings, during the week, I'm either in class or I'm in a rehearsal. I'm working with two dance groups right now. So, I mean, like tonight, for example, I don't have a class, but I have two rehearsals in a row. Okay. So, my evenings are always full. Like, I'm always out of the house at 4 o'clock. I'm always home past 10 o'clock. And then on weekends, 
I'll typically do, you know, maybe I'll do a gig a week or every other week at a restaurant or a birthday party, bachelorette party. Um, so that'll be on a Friday or Saturday night. And then the belly dancing community, it's, it's thriving in Toronto. And there's always some kind of an event, whether it's a, a studio that has a student showcase or, you know, some kind of um, party even with friends that are all belly dancers that just want to have a good time. So my weekends are either working as a belly dancer or, you know, supporting the belly dance community and trying to, you know, just give back however I can because these people... Um, in the dance community, like they've shown me so much support and encouragement that I just try to to give that back as often as I can because I think it's very important to support each other so that we can be stronger as a as a working unit, even if we're from different schools or different belly dance styles, like just to get the awareness out that you know belly dancing is great for women and it makes you feel amazing. Um, wow. I'll do anything I can to to help that cause. So in addition to allowing the essence of who you really are to shine, I hear you also want to support women to feel good about themselves. Absolutely. I think everyone should try it once. And I, yeah. and I think if they try it once, they won't stick with just doing it once. Yeah. They'll have to yeah. go back. Right. Right. Well, we both know what that's like. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, I, how do you get these gigs? Are they? Um, do you? Are you part of a, an agency, or do you get them on your own? Do you just go to restaurants and talk to people? How does this work? A lot of it comes from my own advertising. You know, like I, I do social media advertising. I've you know placed ads, paid for ads. Um, I'm I'm still an emerging professional, uh, so there are certain gigs that I won't do yet just because I don't feel ready like I don't want to do a wedding yet so if I get those I'll give them to somebody more experienced than myself um I I'm part no I'm not partner of an agency but I'm a substitute for an agency so if their dancers are not available then I'll get called I see so I get a lot of the restaurant work that way a lot of people just see my YouTube videos and and give me a call that's great. That's yeah, awesome. It's, uh, it's been pretty steady for, you know, maybe four to six months now. So that's, I'm really optimistic about that picking up. And as my skill improves, the quality of the gigs will improve as well. Awesome. You know, so we're I see it about- as being very, um, like, I'm, I'm very excited about it. No kidding. I it, am too. I get more excited the more you talk about it. Well, uh, we, we need to go it, to a It's still break. just kind of blows my mind when I get yeah. paid to do this. Yes, I know. <laughs> because it's like, wow, I like it's so much fun. So, Kalina, we need to go to a break, but before we do, can you tell us um, how can people find you online? Um, I'm on Facebook pretty regularly. Uh, right. I guess it would be facebook.com slash Kalina Lawless. Yep. Um, I'm... Fairly, I'm actually very searchable on Google as Kalina okay. Belly Dance or Kalina okay. Wallace. I have a YouTube channel. Okay. And so, uh, and the- I also keep a blog, which is Kalina-BellyDance.com. And that's just writing about, you know, like the fun and friendships of dance and, you know, what I'm doing, what workshop I've taken. Great. If I've gone on any, you know, like belly dancing 
excursions with other belly dancers. You know, it's just a, it's a fun blog and it's about my progress and what I'm up to. Excellent. Well, we're going to go to a break now. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Kalina Lawless about following your dream. This is Shamin Sadik, and you're listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Could your business be doing better? In today's economy, results are dependent on your leaders. And you know effective leaders outperform ineffective leaders every time. The Leadership Circle Profile Assessment enhances effectiveness in leadership. It's the only 360 that reveals what's going on with your manager, why it's happening, and what actions to take for positive change. Want to improve business? We have the system and the breakthrough tools to make it happen. For a free demo, visit theleadershipcircle.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamin an email. Her email address is shamin at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I leadership.com. Now, back to stories from the heart of leadership. Welcome back. We're here today with Kalina Lawless. We're talking about following your dream. And I'm your host, Shamin Sadik. Just before we jump back into the conversation with Kalina, um, I want to let you know how else to get in touch with me. Uh, my email address was just uh, provided, and uh, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and on Twitter, all of those three through my name, Shamin Sadik. And if you want to find out about upcoming events, uh, you can go to my website, AnjaliLeadership.com. That's A-N-J-A-L-I, Leadership.com. While we're on the topic of upcoming events, I should let you know that we have another power circle happening in um, Chicago on November the 3rd. That's a Monday. And would love to see you there. The price is $349. That's Canadian dollars. So if you're in the U.S., they'll cost you a little bit less because of the current exchange rate. And you can go to my website and click on events for more information and to register. I'd love to have you. As well, if you're interested in the Leadership Circle Profile Certification, this is for executive coaches, um, HR professionals, OD professionals, and other learning and development folks 
go to theleadershipcircle.com and know that I am teaching in Denver on October 1st through 3rd and in Toronto. We've added another date for Toronto for this year, November 19th to the 21st. So you can come and uh, spend three days immersing yourself in that powerful framework model and be certified to use the assessment technology that comes along with it. Um, Hope to have you with us there. So back to you, Kalina. Um, I I want to I want you to spell your name too because um, it's an unusual it's it's an unusual name and people need to know how to how to find you so just give us the spelling of your blog. Oh, okay, it's uh, Kalina-BellyDance.com. So that's K-A-L-E-E-N-A, and then BellyDance one word dot com. Perfect, perfect. Thank you. So. I thought we'd spend some time talking about some of the things that are happening along the way. We've been talking a lot about your vision and your passion for dance and your desire to let this uh, beautiful light shine and, and come out of you and, and all the de-armoring that, and, that you've had to do to make this a reality. Mm-hmm. What are some of the, the other challenges and um, things that you're noticing along the way? Uh, some challenges? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think one of one of the pivotal challenges in the last year for me was I um I decided that the the dance school that I had been spending so much time at just I just didn't have the same end goal as they did and you know, I just thought as I'm emerging as a as an artist, I I really feel like I need to be completely in line and completely happy with where I am. Mm. And so I made this huge decision to start training somewhere else. And this is so significant to me because when you dance with people six, seven times a week, they become your family. Absolutely. And so it was really difficult to tell my friends at the dance school that I wouldn't be going there anymore. And it, it just brought up like, you know, dancing makes me so happy and, you know, I feel so joyful doing it, but then, you know, when it comes to actually merging it into a career, you need to make tough calls. And that was one of them because it just brought out so many emotions. Like I was confused and, you know, I was really devastated and sad. And, um, but that, that was, you know, what my heart was telling me to do. And that's what I did. And, um, I think it was a good decision and I've, you know, been in touch and been friends with everybody, and they're very supportive, and I'm I'm happy it worked out. Uh, so that was that was one of the challenges I faced. Um, no. <laughs> an even more significant one is it's actually uh, put a lot of strain on my marriage. Mm. My husband and I recently separated, and we are trying to work past it. But I mean, the reality of having um, a job as a, a belly dancer is you're gone almost every night of the week. And uh, my husband has always been so supportive and encouraging of what I'm doing, more than I think um, is required of a, a partner. But there's only so much as a, a human being that, you know, he can take. And if I'm coming home at 10 at night and then I say, well, I'm home now, but I need to rehearse everything that I just did in my class and my rehearsals. Um, you know, it's, it's very, I think it's very draining for him and also very, um, it's just hard. 
And so, you know, we are we are working on it, but at the same time, it's it's definitely affected my relationships with people. My heart goes out to you, Kalina, as um, <clears throat> as someone who has um, experienced that cost of pursuing her vision, the same cost that you're speaking of. Uh, I just want you to know my heart absolutely goes out to you. That is one of the hardest things. Um, yeah. Thanks. I, I think um, like anybody that has, uh, like if they're starting a business or, you know, they're an artist with a lot of ambition, like it, it does take its toll on people. Mm-hmm. But when it happens to you, like when that reality hits, like, oh my goodness, I've actually made someone feel like they don't matter or like they're not my priority anymore. And, you know, that's really hard to get my head around still. And trying to work on, I you know, I'm trying to work on it to, um, to make that better. But it, you know, it is a very time-consuming passion that I have, and there are um, there are consequences of that. The um, there's always something that we have to say goodbye to, and and when I hear these two challenges that you've raised, the one the one that's a little bit easier, I think I, I'm not sure they're probably both really hard, is moving from one school yeah. to another, or you know moving from one jo- even if you're starting a business, one big client to another big client, or one yeah. association to another. Um, so th- I think that that is a natural thing that happens when we're pursuing something. In fact, the show last week uh, was called. I called it the journey, and I talked about how ev- nothing is wasted and everything is useful. Um, so there's a way in which all the things that we did that brought us to this point, and I think of you and, and the first school that you went to, that laid a foundation for you that that's really really helpful, and it's mm-hmm. and it's normal and natural to then from that platform or that foundation go on to the next thing or the next yeah. the next realm of this work or the next school that has you know a, a slightly different um, philosophy or bent or objective it is normal to do that and i i want to normalize that because you're you're raising this and i think that a lot of people who want to pursue something that maybe is new or or that has always mattered to them but they haven't pursued it yet and are now poised to are fearful that i'll have to say goodbye to some things Mm-hmm. And and it is normal to have to do that. And it doesn't make it any easier or any less sad, but it is normal. Yeah, it's like everything happens for a reason. You know, and I don't, I actually don't regret anything about this dance journey as yeah. of now. Well, you know, I think everything is significant and important and meant to be. And on the, on the marriage front, on the relationship front, um, uh, I don't know how far along you are in the process and whether the door is still open to to con- to find your way back to each other. But here's what I here's what I hope for you is that however it turns out is is what is best for the two of you. Whatever it is, whether it's that you continue to separate and separate, or whether you find your way back to each other. And my invitation to you both is stay in the conversation. Just stay in the conversation. Um, my sense is that it's earlier days than it is later. Um, like in my case, I've been separated now for three years. So I know, you know, that that's behind me now, or it's, I'm still in the process of it, but we've lived apart for almost three years. So I'm clear mm-hmm. that that's not a door I'm opening, reopening. But, um, but I do know what it's like when the door is 
seems to be closing or things are sort of at the beginning of the end. And I just invite you both to stay, stay connected and keep talking. And, uh, and I wish you so much joy and wellness, the two of you, as you navigate this together. Thank you. So there are new things, too, that have come. Uh, that's the other beautiful thing about doors closing is that other doors begin to open. And I know that in, uh, in the dancing, you've began, begun to explore some new frontiers. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Tell us, tell us about some of these. Well, um, I guess last uh, November, I was just kind of um, exploring different dance studios and just trying to like find my way uh, and find some new paths. And I was attracted to this workshop because there was um, an instructor uh, kind of like as a guest instructor at this one studio. And it was a choreography to what it, at the time was my favorite song. I, I change favorite songs every week now, but at the time mm-hmm. that, that was a song that I was really into. And I was like, well, I'm just going to take this workshop because I like this song. And um, the workshop was incredible. And the, uh, the choreography just, it was so beautiful. It was poetry in motion. And I was like, wow, I just, I have to learn this. I have to learn everything about this choreography because I love the way, you know, I love the way it moves. I love the technique. And um, so this instructor was Rula Saeed of Toronto, and she's been teaching for over 25 years. And what really drew me to her is not only is she a dancer, but she's a singer and she plays various percussion, uh, zills, dumbak, and she plays the kanoon. So I'm, I'm probably forgetting like 10 things that she does, but she's a multifaceted artist. And um, I just really was drawn to her and her studio. So through, uh, through training with her, I've started to do a lot of different things. Like um, I was already taking some acting classes. Right. And uh, we actually worked on a piece together where we merged some um, Middle Eastern culture, the czar dance or the czar ritual, into a, an acting piece. And also, um, she's been working on the musical dancer choir. So it's, you know, giving her multifaceted wisdom to her students and teaching a group how to sing, dance, and play the zills at the same wow. time. Wow. And, and there's a clip of you singing that we have to play. It um, feels like this would be a good time to play that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Michael, can you play that for us, please? Wow. Wow. That was uh, Lama Bada. So it's um, it's it's basically a a poem. It's okay. a really old piece, and um, as we were singing that, we had a a dancer who's actually the the 2014 winner of the Star Belly Dance competition, like dancing to us singing, 
it was really beautiful. And uh, singing is not something I do. So this is completely brand new for me. Wow. But I'm, you know, like dancing, it definitely has those properties of freeing your soul and, you know, feeling good and light and rejuvenated. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So, so you actually are part of a, did you call it the musical dancer choir? Is that what you Yeah, or the it? belly dance choir. It's so new. Okay. Um, but it has so much potential. And, and you perform at these studio performances or these public performances, you sing and, and then someone dances while you're singing. That's how it was this time, but uh, maybe next time some of the, the belly dance choir members will dance while others are singing, while, while others are playing the zills. Like it, it has a lot of room and flexibility within it. Yes. And yes. this is at uh, the studio where I'm training at right now, Om Lila. Wow. Wow. That's cool. I love that. I love that song. It's yeah. Song. Do you it's know what really it, can beautiful. You, can you tell us in a few sentences what the essence of the poem means? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's, it's called Moshahat. It's, uh, it's poetry and delusion. Okay. Okay. And can you tell us what it means? Is there any meaning to that particular song that you can share? Um, I, I think it's, uh, it's like about a beautiful woman <laughs> and there's oh. like, you know, she's swinging her hips and I, uh, I don't know the direct translation, okay. but, okay. uh, it's a, it's a really nice song and I can say firsthand that I don't find it easy to sing. I, I know that song from, I've danced to it a few times myself and I, I'm have, I have a couple recordings of it here on my, on my playlist it is a beautiful song, and yeah. I just I, I wish I could see the the visual that goes with it. So I'll have to come to one of your performances next time to uh, to see it for myself. But how beautiful! That's cool. I love that. And we are headed into a break. So before we do that, let me say this: I am looking ahead to the next series of stories from the heart of leadership so listeners if you um have a a speaker or a guest that you think that i would enjoy interviewing on the show or if you yourself are interested in in being a guest on the show send me an email at shameen at anjalileadership.com and let me know because i'd love to talk to you or your proposed guest about getting together and and uh, dancing here together on the show we're headed into a break. This is Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm your host, Shamin Sadik. We are talking with Kalina Lawless today about following your dream, and we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What does success mean to you? Is it being just like the person on the other side of the fence where the grass is supposedly greener? We harbor too many feelings of envy and suppressed anger targeted at others, and it's holding us back from our success. Tune in to Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. Just by listening, you'll be empowered to make positive lifestyle changes to live the successful life that you deserve to live. 
Wealthy Thoughts can be heard every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Could your business be doing better? In today's economy, results are dependent on your leaders. And you know effective leaders outperform ineffective leaders every time. The Leadership Circle Profile Assessment enhances effectiveness in leadership. It's the only 360 that reveals what's going on with your manager, why it's happening, and what actions to take for positive change. Want to improve business? We have the system and the breakthrough tools to make it happen. For a free demo, visit theleadershipcircle.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to stories from the heart of leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamine an email. Her email address is shamine at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S H A H M E E N at A N J A L I Leadership.com. Now, back to stories from the heart of leadership. Welcome back. We're in our third segment of the show today. Today, the topic is following your dream, and I'm joined by my friend, Kalina Lawless, who is an emerging belly dance artist here in Toronto. Before we come back to Kalina, let me acknowledge my sponsors. I am so thrilled to tell you about Jim Anderson and Dan Holden, um, two gentlemen who have been uh, just tremendously supportive friends and mentors to me over the past years. Kalina was talking in the in the previous segment about um, starting with a one school and learning there and then moving on to another one. And so these, these folks are part of my learning uh, community and have been just uh, tremendously um, wonderful people to learn from and work with. You can find Jim at fit2lead.com and you can find Dan at danielholdenassociates.com. Both of these guys have books that they've written and you can find their books on their websites and order them. Uh, I've got them both and I think they're well worth your time and uh, energy to read. As well, I want to acknowledge the Full Circle Group and the Leadership Circle. I am so proud to be associated with this group of tremendous practitioners and human beings who are up to big work in the world. And I am also proud to be part of the faculty of the Leadership Circle, and I teach um, pretty much everything that the Leadership Circle has to offer. So just delighted to have them as a sponsor, too. So thank you to them. So, Kalina... We have been talking about how you got here, what it's like to be here, some of the challenges, some of the new things that are on the horizon, and I thought we could spend time now talking about what's next for you. What comes to mind when I, when I ask that? Well, I guess the very first thing is actually um, one of the most exciting things to me right now, and that's that... Um, the studio that I'm currently at, Om Lila, I will be in the fall starting to do a lot more um, marketing, promotions, and general consulting with Rula Saeed, and uh, that's really helping me to attain my goal of merging my interest in business with my love for belly dancing. Wonderful. So that's just making me grin really huge right now because that is exciting. Oh, 
That's great. I love how these things are just coming together for you and, and fitting together so beautifully. It's, I mean, it, it doesn't even feel like work. Like, it's not work because mm-hmm. it's just, I'm just, that's just what I'm enthusiastic about. And I think that, I mean, I've always believed in business that when you're enthusiastic about something, then the product sells itself. If you believe in what's being offered and, you know, you think that it's going to benefit people and you have complete confidence in it, you're not really working. You know, you're just sharing your enthusiasm and enthusiasm is contagious. You know what I, I love about what you're saying is I went to a, a training in earlier this year where um, someone who's very, very, very good at sales was helping us talk about, to, to sort of reframe a lot of us consultants, and I don't know if this was true for you in your in your freelance writing and um, uh, marketing before, before you merged it with dance, have trouble selling ourselves, selling our services. And there's a way in which I know, at least for me, I made up a story that said, if I'm selling it, then I'm doing something wrong. You know, I, I, I should, I shouldn't be selling it. I should just give it away. Or, um, and he was talking about essentially the same thing that you are saying now. That when you are passionate about something and you believe in it, you don't have to quote unquote sell it. Yeah, it's it not. Just, it's not selling. It just flows. It just flows from you to those who are ready and and wanting to it's to take just hold of it. Sharing information about something yeah. that you strongly believe in. Yeah, and those and who are... if people are interested in it, they'll go for it. Exactly. Exactly. Wonderful. So that That's, starts this fall? Uh, yeah, well, I've also, like, I've been, I've been doing this already, but I, I think in the fall it's going to be really official. Okay. And... And There's what else? There's new classes there in the fall, some new teachers. She's had, uh, she had a teacher trainee program last winter, I think December through to March. And um, so those teacher trainees have been, you know, working on developing their skills as teachers. And, you know, they're getting some training hours this summer. And so starting in the fall, they're going to be starting their classes. And I'll be helping... I'll be helping around the studio to, you know, make all this happen naturally and successfully. Great. Great. And what about for you, you in your dance? What's next for you on that front, you uh, and the dancing? On the, uh, on the 23rd of August, I consider this a really important gig. It's in the belly dance community. It's a show called Hip Hip Hooray Cabaret. And uh, two dance instructors in the city have come up with this idea to have a monthly party with like a DJ playing, you know, belly dancing music and to only have a few performers. So this first show, there's four and it's mostly a dance floor. And then every once in a while, a dancer will come out and perform. And I I really see this as being like such an ultimate in belly dance community events, you know, and it's not just one studio doing a show it's it's everybody and so this is going to be at round in kensington market um august 23rd and it opens at 9 p.m and i'm going to be the one of the first performers to kick this event off oh cool i love that yeah i'm so excited about this i'm going to be doing uh an improvisation which i feel is you know it's the heart of belly dancing um 
you know, and when we, when we improvise as a dancer, it's just, you know, feeling the music and the emotion and just feeling the energy from the audience and, you know, dancing for these people that have come out to see you. Like, they, these are my friends, so I'm just going to have a dance for my friends. Oh, my gosh. And that I... is, uh, that's pretty thrilling to me, actually. Wow. Wow. Um, this is a, so this, this is open to all dancers, any dancers, anyone, how does, how, who is it for? Just people who dance or can others come too? Yeah, it's like a, it's a public event. So, I mean, okay. anybody can come and, okay. you know, join in on the dance floor and dance. Oh I my hope gosh. a lot more people than just belly dancers go. Yeah. I think it would be great for it to just become something that people just want to go do for fun and there happens to be belly dancing there. Oh my gosh. How can people um, find out about it? If, is there a, a, a website or do they go to your Facebook page? How do they, how will they yeah, know? If they, if they search me, like I've been advertising the event. Okay. And it's called Hip Hip Hooray Cabaret. So okay. there's a Facebook page for it. Okay. And if you go to the, um, the venue round, okay. they, they'll have it up on their schedule. Okay, great, great. Um, I'm thinking that I'd like to come. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of <laughs> fun. You're so, so you're saying amazing. that the whole the whole night is belly dancing with just a few performances, and then the rest of the time everybody's just dancing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's cool. And that's going to happen monthly, you say? It's uh, August 23rd. It's Saturday night. And then the plan is to do it every month after that. Pardon me. Is the plan to do one every month? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. That's great. Event. That's, and admission's only $10, so it's, like, oh. so affordable for everybody as well. I love that about it. Okay, so listeners, if you're in the Toronto area or you feel like coming to Toronto on August 23rd, uh, join Kalina and me. I'm going to come to you at uh, Round in Kensington Market at 9 o'clock. It's only $10. Oh, my gosh. That's great. That will be fun. Yeah. I'm... And, and, as a, and as a continuation of this belly dancing party fun, uh, Rula also has a band, Nomadica. They play like gypsy funk, um, like Eastern European music with a whole bunch of different instruments. Like her husband, David Bookbinder, plays the trumpet. They have like a clarinet. And so their band, Nomadica, they're, they're also going to start playing more often, and they're a great band to dance to. They, they typically have belly dancers dance with them as well so I mean I think this fall is going to be just filled with like a lot of fun dance stuff oh wow that's exciting you know what Kalina I can just feel you lighting up as you talk about this it is um even though I can't see you your energy it's palpable your excitement and your enthusiasm and your passion I'm actually bouncing (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm talking about this stuff I think I am too it's contagious yes beautiful and and what about um you uh in terms of uh, so i hear you you're going to be doing marketing you're going to be marrying your business skills with your passion for dance at the studio you're going Mm -hmm. to perform at this party and i think you're probably involved in promoting it and organizing it what else what um on the performing front for you what else is there on the horizon I you know like I have some some gigs coming up near the end of the summer. Uh, I'm working right now with two groups, so we try to just get one is actually just a 
it's like a social troupe. So we're not affiliated with studios. We just dance together because we right. like dancing and we like dancing together. So we get together and we learn choreographies from workshops or videos. And uh, we just try to perform wherever we can. And then another group I'm working with is uh, two of the teachers at Omalila. So we've been uh, learning one of Rula's choreographies, and we hope to uh, dance that in, at an event in October that happens every year called Moonlight Tribe, which is a, a dance event, mixed genre dance, that goes on as part of Nuit Blanche, and it goes from sunri- sunset to sunrise. So it's like a whole all-night well, dance celebration. So we're hoping to dance our um, choreography at that event. Wow. Wow. Oh, what, um, as you were talking, first of all, just like the light keeps getting brighter and brighter from you. You just have to know this. (laughs) And the more you talk about this, the more it shines. And I wonder what advice you have. I mean, there are surely listeners who are saying, wow, this woman decided this, didn't even know she wanted to do this, got inspired by it after two years of taking classes, suddenly decided this is what I want to create. And in, I don't know, a year or two has, has shaped her life and created her life in a whole other direction around this, this thing that she loves so much. What advice do you have for people who um, are inspired to follow their dreams in these last minute or so that we have together here? I think one of the things that's um, really kept me going and that's really helped me is that I, I don't really, because I love it so much, I don't really have anything specific that I want from it. I'll just be grateful and take the opportunities that come my way. And when the opportunities come, I take them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm really hoping for anything or looking for anything. I'm just, you know, you just have to keep going with it. You know, if somebody asks you to perform or, you know, do a radio show perhaps, you, know, you just take, take the opportunities that the universe is giving you to help facilitate what you want. You know what? Keep, keep doing it. Yeah. doing what you love. I mean, I think everybody, when they're pursuing something, they have the moments of, you know, self-doubt or, you know, you don't have a good performance and you think, wow, <laughs> why am I doing this? But, you know, you have to really push that stuff aside and just keep pushing forward because you don't know if you yeah. can do it unless you try. Yeah. Well, you know what I hear you saying loud and clear is that your advice is to say yes. If there's something you love, say yes to every opportunity that comes yep. your way. And, and I'm so glad that you chose to say yes to me and to be here with me today. Thank you so much. Well, there was no doubt I would always say yes to you, Shamine. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And this was listeners, a lot of fun. Oh, it was great. Listeners, what is your dream? And what do you care so much about that you do anything to bring it into being? Share it with me. Tell me what your dream is. I want to talk about what, you, what you're going for on the next show. So send me an email and tell me what your vision is and what actions you're taking to bring it into reality. I am so thrilled to have been here today to talk about following your dream. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I look forward to the next time that we are together, and I wish you a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening, and take care.
so much for joining us today for Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Shamin Sadek will be back next Monday with another extraordinary guest at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll come back as well. Have a terrific week. And remember, you are not alone. Oh, 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 oh